This is the Midlife Mail Podcast with Greg Scheiman, brought to you by Ends Group Insurance. Ends Group is ensuring success. From the Gal Media Studios, here's Greg Scheinman. Greg Scheinman here with episode number 96 of the Midlife Mail. With the Midlife Mail Podcast, it is my mission to help men navigate middle age to achieve a better quality of life. Each week, I get to share the stories of inspiring men that reveal our humanity and inspire action. If you are listening right now, you've been listening for a while, or perhaps you are new to the show, welcome and thank you. I am super grateful. It would mean a lot to me if you would subscribe to the pod and newsletter, and if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review us on iTunes and follow me on Instagram. That is how the Midlife Mail movement continues to grow and really, really helps us move up the charts. Today, I am bringing you my conversation with John Nopke. He is the founder of Health House. Health House is a high-intensity, rowing-based fitness concept that launched in 2013 in Kansas City. They currently have three locations, including the new state-of-the-art studio in West Hollywood, California. John himself has nearly 14 years of professional fitness experience, including over three years at Equinox in Chicago. Through this experience, he pioneered a new type of full-body, low-impact workout that combines rowing and strength training. The popularity of rowing is on the rise. I know a little something about that as the founder and former CEO of Row Studios in Houston, Texas, myself. I met John at the studio in West Hollywood, California. I took his health house class. Yes, he is still coaching. His energy is infectious, and I can tell you it's off the charts. This was a blast. We had a great time in class, loved the overall experience, the workout, the technology these guys brought to it. We talked about our shared experiences of owning and operating rowing-based studios, entrepreneurship, high-profile partnerships, balancing fitness and family, and where he and the Health House concept are headed in the future. This was a lot of fun. Here he is, John Nopke, Health House on the Midlife Mail Podcast. Greg Scheinman here in West Hollywood, California. I am going to try to speak somewhat normally as my heart rate comes down from this ridiculous Health House class that I just took with my guy sitting next to me, John Nopke, who is the founder of... CEO brain child man behind what is Health House. John, thanks for joining me this morning. Greg, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And by the way, you did absolutely unbelievable this morning. In fact, you outdid almost every other person in the class. That was probably a good 15, 20 years younger than you and I. Oof. So I appreciate that. I will fish for compliments all day. It helps me on the trip while I'm out here. My whoop told me that I was 35% recovered when I woke up this morning. So I was dreading this. I love (laughs) it. But but here's here's the deal on that. And it's great that you touched it. And it's not, not even me. The energy in that studio, in that room, was fucking palpable. Okay? Different level. I mean, totally different different level. level. And I've taken a lot of classes and doing this for a while too. I mean, it absolutely top three classes that I've probably ever t- ever taken. Ooh, I like that. It was, Thank you. It was badass. So if I you're out here that. 
We'll start with that. If you're out here in either California, West Hollywood, or even Kansas City, and we'll get into that, you got to check out Health House. I appreciate that. So let's kick it off because I always like to know these things too. You were, you were coaching this class this morning. What is your daily routine? Like what's your wake up, like get it going schedule day to day? I t- on an average day, I typically wake up at 3.45, 4 a.m. in between that window. It's, it's amazing because I get this question all the time. I actually have, this is now with you and I, this is my second cup of coffee today, and, and that's my rule. That's my limit. Uh, I don't take anything else. Um, no supplements. I'll take some whey protein throughout the day after a workout. Um, I got to tell you, man, it's just something that's born inside of me. Um, I love life, and I love people more than anything, and... I am put on the planet to inspire them and to motivate them to get them to move. Doesn't have to be at Health House. Can be anywhere, frankly. Um, I'm a little biased towards Health House just because I believe that we're creating a better body or a better human being, uh, backed by science and inspiring people to accomplish, you know, any goal that they've set in front of themselves um, through daily interaction. And so. I appreciate you saying the energy in that room was unparalleled. That's something that I strive for. I have that inside of me. Um, it's not something I can coach to other people, other staff members. Uh, I'm sure you can relate as well. Um, my co-teacher today, Miles, he, he happens to have that as well. He's, he's born with that. Um, but I probably get that more than any other one statement is when somebody comes into my class, they typically say, I've never experienced energy on that level before. And it's hard to keep that constant for a 45-minute class from start to finish. Uh, But it's so critical to the member's experience and to the Mm -hmm. user's experience. And so that's what drives me and fuels me day in and day out. You know as well as I do that, you know, if this is your baby, which is my baby, I don't consider it a job. I haven't considered it a job since I started it seven and a half years ago. Um, I wake up and I get up and I look forward to it. So I was super excited to see you in class today. You were brand new as your maiden voyage. Uh, And we fed off each other's energy. And that's what drives me and fuels me. Um, And the workout itself, when you actually dissect it, it's really hard to beat. It just is, you know. And I've done it for 17 years. This is my 17th year in the industry. Um, And listen, it works. You do it, it works. The other 23 hours out of the day that I don't get a control of yours, that I don't get to spend with you, that's the real challenge. Um, but at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is we're trying to treat other people the way they deserve to be treated. We happen to feel like we have the best means of physical fitness and group fitness under our roof. Uh, but our mission statement of the company is the golden rule. It's that simple. So mm-hmm. has nothing to do with rowing, has nothing to do with weight training. Um, it's understanding how to treat another human being. If you're authentic and genuine in that approach, then good things happen. Totally. Let's backtrack a little bit Mm -hmm. to your background. Where are you from? Where are you raised? What kind of got you into into fitness in this lifestyle? Yep. Uh, Great question. Born and raised Kansas City, Missouri. Um, Spent most of my childhood uh, all the way through high school uh, in Kansas City. Um, A small city, of course, middle America. Um, it has that Midwest mentality, which is, which is very authentic and very genuine and it applies very well in, in West Hollywood. Actually, it's, I think it's refreshing to a lot of people, my background and where I came from and paying homage and respect to my roots, which I'll never lose sight of. Um, but the energy is different 
on the coast, you know, meaning New York and, and California. And that energy has, has driven me uh, with this opportunity to expand what we started in Kansas City um, seven and a half years ago. But, you know, I again, I was born and raised in Kansas City. Uh, majority of my life was spent there. And then I moved on to Chicago after that. Um, but even at, as a young child, I was always playing sports. I was always working out wasn't on games, wasn't on devices. I'm the youngest of four. Um, my oldest brother's 11 years older than I am. Uh, and I happen to be the baby of the family. Uh, so I got kind of, you know, picked on from the, from my older siblings, but it was a lot of fun. And I was introduced to sports at a very early age and I had to keep up. Um, and I truthfully, I was very, very fortunate to excel in sports, uh, all the way to college suffered an injury uh which really what did you play if you don't i played rugby in college okay. um at indiana university and, wow. and um i actually started it before that i was i was playing in high school and it was just such an incredible sport unlike anything i've done uh yes it's physical but the discipline and the camaraderie that you form with other men um is on a just completely different level than any other sport I've ever played. I've played a lot of sports. Uh, that one happens to be by far and away the most fun uh, sport that I've ever played. And I, you have to train really hard for that. And so I've always had a natural affinity for fitness and training. I would tell you that I probably started training um, really 11, 12 years of age, uh, all the way into high school. We had a very competitive high school as it relates to, to sports. Um, and so it started early, you know, and I've carried it through the rest of my entire life. I'm 40 now, uh, but it's really served as a foundation or a, or a back backbone for who I am and what I do. Um, and listen, you just feel good when you're exercising, mm -hmm. you're taking care of yourself, and I want other people to feel as good as I do. Tot totally. So you just mentioned, okay, you're 40, you're 40 now, mm -hmm. married, <laughs> two, <father>. kids. <laughs> two kids. Mm -hmm. What's your approach to fitness now from kind of a health, longevity, sustainability you know, standpoint yes. and looking at other guys that are, you know? 40 is a, is a big age, you know, mm -hmm. also, um, and, and beyond. Yeah, I think the key word you said was sustainability. Uh, for me, um, I had to compete when I was in college at a very high level, uh, and my training program and methodology actually put me at risk for injury, and that's exactly what happened. And so using the word sustainability and applying our methodology that we created at Health House is really building, the idea is building a more efficient, a safer, a better body uh, when you combine both the modalities that we have in our class. Um, and for me, I want to be able to do that when I'm 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and beyond. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to have my knee replaced. I don't want to have to have my hip replaced. I don't want my ankles replaced. Like if I do other modalities that are out there and a lot of people do them, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Long-term sustainability, it's not there. And you're mm -hmm. at a really, really high risk for injury. So I feel like today the landscape's getting a lot smarter, a lot wiser. People are working out, working out a lot more efficient and a lot safer. How do you set, how do you pick Rowan? Like when was the first time like you got on an erg and you said, okay, this is mm -hmm, God, what we're going to do. It was probably a good eight years ago, eight and a half years ago is when I got on one. I talked to my uh, orthopedic surgeon at the time. Um, he's now in Florida. He's a great guy. And he's like, listen, there's really nothing 
other than swimming that is more efficient or better for you to do full body than rowing. Uh, so he was kind of a catalyst behind it. Uh, there was another inspiration that I've kept in contact with over the years. His name's Josh Crosby. He's a really, really great guy. Uh, world champion rower, went to Brown. Uh, his parents, I think his dad went to Harvard, his grandfather at Harvard. So the rowing pedigree was there. And I started to analyze a lot of the things that he was doing. Um, and then I looked at the things that I was doing and I'm like, wow, there's, there's something here. Uh, and I realized that, you know, the things that I had been doing were long-term detrimental to my body mm -hmm. and I wanted to change that. And so those are really the two, um, I think driving forces or catalysts behind me actually wanting to get on an erg and I did it. And honestly, Greg, I've, I've never looked back. I got my wife hooked on it immediately, all her friends, and it just had a domino effect. How has the transition been for you from Kansas City to, to West Hollywood? Oh, it's been incredible. <laughs> Honestly, I've been coming here for 12 years, believe it or not. Um, my best friend lives here. Uh, his, his kids are close with my kids. Um, so it, it felt like a second home anyway um, because of how long we've been coming here. Um, it's been an easier transition than you might think. The hardest part was was probably with my oldest son, you know, transitioning from his school and his group of friends that he had and starting a brand new chapter in his life. And that was tough for the first three months. It was, it was a big challenge more, not on the business side of things, but on the, on the, on the home front. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that was the hardest thing for me is to, you know, try to manage your child's expectations and, and let him know that he's going to make a whole new group of friends and, not that, you know, his, his original click or crew back home, um, is going to go away, but that was hard. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the tough part. I think, you know, trying to manage a a good balance between your home life and your business is really, really difficult to do, which is why it's so critically important to have an amazing spouse and an amazing partner mm -hmm. from, from my perspective. Look, I mean, that, that's the perspective that, that counts. Gotta have I mean, it. So how do you then define balance for yourself and, and your family? Can you turn it on, turn it off in terms of kind of leaving, leaving work kind of there? Mm -hmm. And then, okay, now I'm in father mode and now I'm in husband mode. Like what, is, what does balance mean to you? Um, I look at balance from a, a, a time frame, from like a seven-day window. And I guess what I mean by that is, you know, when you exercise, when you take care of your body, we should be doing this. And what I like to say is like a perfect balance. And it's really a lifestyle. You know, we were born to move. Um, and that's how I think God created us. So you should be moving actively every day. Um, I'm not saying that you have to do a health house class every day. Uh, you could, it's designed and it's safe enough for you to do it. Uh, but most of our people are moving and doing a class, you know, four to five days out of a week. Um, I look at balance by, you know, not spending too much money, um, not spending too little. And in seven days, I like to say, okay, what have I done in those seven days? How much time have I spent with my kids? How many practices have I gone to? How much time have I devoted just to Melanie? Um, I try to achieve perfect balance. I really do. Every single day when I wake up, it's a goal of mine. Uh, and I realize that, you know, there are areas where I fall short. Um, and typically that happens with my devotion and my time with my spouse because of how demanding the work, mm -hmm. you know, uh, is for me with health house, but it's gotten better as we've evolved and expanded. To totally. Mm -hmm. What are, 
what are guys missing? Like that, that you see, you know, in all your experience in health and wellness, mm-hmm. what are guys missing? Is it in, in life? And we talk a little bit about you know, they spend either too much time at their office or maybe yeah. they, don't, they, yes. they don't want to come to a group exercise class because they're not in shape. To, like I hear this all the time. Like, oh man, I got to be in shape to go do it. You don't have to be in shape you, to start. <laughs> like, no, you don't. Like, that's the point. Of course. Like, okay. That's I don't want to look, I don't want to look stupid in the class. Right? No. Like, I think men differ from women in a lot of ways. So what advice would you uh-huh. give? guys that are saying okay i need to get back into a little bit better balance i need to start to figure out a way to kind of shift my mindset and my lifestyle a little bit you know here um because i got a lot ahead of me and maybe i've let some shit go for sure totally yeah it's very very common listen i think you you need to write it down write a goal down to say listen i'm going to devote one hour out of every day just to me if you're not sound mentally and physically then everyone around you is going to feed off of that. And they're not going to feed off it in the right way. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a negative impact or a negative energy. Um, so I say that because I, I tell you, like, when if I train a private client, like, you have to take care of yourself first. Then you can take care of your family. Then you can take care of your friends, your job, your anything else after that, I think, succeeds because now you've taken care of yourself. So listen, it's daily. This is something you need to wake up. You need to write down. Have you spent 30, 40 an hour a day just on you? Mm-hmm. If you have, then you're winning. Keep it up. Do it. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to get you know bogged down by my work life, my home life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's 8, 9 p.m. at night. You're exhausted and you get into bed and you're like, oh, I don't feel all that great. My energy's down. I've been doing everything for everybody else. But guess who you haven't done anything for it? For you. Mm-hmm. That's the most important. Yep. Take care of yourself first, then take care of everything else that you love after that. That's the way I look at it. To- totally. Okay. Couple of quick ones mm-hmm. for you here, because mm-hmm. I like to touch on kind of the, <laughs> you know, food, family, yes. fitness, finance, all yes. this. Okay. Yes. On the food side, on the nutrition side, mm-hmm. what what's your philosophy on nutrition, dieting? Early in this, you said, okay, I don't take, you know, I don't take supplements. Right. I don't do this, and I'd love to explore that just for a little bit because I feel yeah. very similarly like you can mm-hmm. get bogged down and overloaded financially and you get overloaded with product and, complaint. Yes. and all of a sudden it's like, yes. what am I doing any of this for versus I could eat this way in a way every every day. What's your take on, on the food, nutrition, supplement side of things? So critical to meeting your goals no matter what they are from my perspective. You know, as it relates to the gym, the time in the gym, the time outside of the gym, nutrition arguably is... 70, 80% of the equation. So um, it's not easy to achieve, but it's so critical the way you feel every single day. So for me, um, it's part of that balance, right? Where I need to write down what I eat. And so I don't need supplements. I don't need to take pills. I need to focus on what I like to say is the periphery of a grocery store or Whole Foods, any of these awesome markets that we now have available to us, stay away from things out of a can or a box. Just get literally Whole Foods. You got your fruits, your veggies, uh, your proteins. I like to say minimal, minimal carbs in a day. I try to keep mine under 100. Um, But yeah, it's a balance of healthy fat, high protein, exercise, doing things the right way. And you feel like you can accomplish anything. Your energy's through the roof. You sleep better. Um, there's actually, I haven't really uncovered any negatives to it, believe it or mm-hmm. not. Um, alcohol consumption is a huge one for clients and people. Um, 
there are no positives of that other than if you can keep it in moderation, maybe it feels good at the time. But um, I've, I've yet to find a client that I've worked with that says, oh, there's so many positives that outweigh the negatives. That's not the case with alcohol. So if you can, try to keep it to three to five drinks in a seven-day window if possible. Um, or just don't do it. Don't do it. You don't need to. I think there's been a big shift in that area where night like evening has been swapped in a way oh for mm-hmm. for mornings and daytime. Yes. You know that the that the trend and I certainly hope it's not a trend. I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. it's here to stay, that even a lot of the entrepreneurs yes. that were in hospitality, mm-hmm. bars, clubs, yeah. nightlife, as they've also evolved mm-hmm. and gotten a little bit older mm-hmm. on the coast, you know, New York, you know, New York, totally. California, even Miami, as those guys have gotten a little bit older, men, yes. kids and everything else, they've applied their talents into health and wellness and brought this kind of entertainment hospitality no aspect, but you've yes. swapped alcohol for, for <laughs> smoothies and super coffees and all the other stuff exactly. and e-boosts e- yes. and all this stuff. Yes. And I think it's yes. been really, really helpful and beneficial. Totally. It has. Mm-hmm. And you have so many options now readily available to you with like the guys at Super Coffee have created this amazing product and there's no sugar in it. Mm. There's sweetness to it, but it's natural. It's coming from monk fruit. So these guys are brilliant. They're ahead of the game. And it's like you get your fix, but you're also not putting something that's detrimental into your body and you feel good. So All right, Jimmy, we see you super coffee. That's right. Okay. I love yeah, I love those guys. They're so great. I believe I believe in what they do and their those products are, are awesome. They're fucking fast too. Okay. They they're are. in the D10 decathlon. Those guys are some fast they're freaks. Fasters. They're fast in business and they are fast on the track. And they kill good it on stuff. the rower. They mm-hmm. kill it, buddy. They go all after it. Yeah. No no doubt. So that's it's it's just great stuff that you can you can swap you know you can swap that stuff out you may not mm-hmm. think you can but you certainly can you can swap nighttime for daytime you can totally swap some alcohol yes some super coffee and some yes. other things that are going in there too and get that done um a little bit on the fashion and style side too okay <laughs> let's talk okay what's your you personal what's your personal style and like what's what's your brand I, if, you, if you have one like what makes you feel good and confident and you're like okay this is what i want to rock I, I tell you, you know, with the innovations that are being made on on men's fashion clothing, uh, leaps and bounds over the last five to seven years. Um, Lululemon started it a few years back, devoting a little bit more time, money, research and development into the men's fitness. Um, I used to be an ambassador for them. I thought they did a great job with it. Um, and a good friend of mine who happens to be in your neck of the woods uh, is the CEO of Roan. And yep. that's, a, that's an all-males high-end fitness apparel company. And they've thought, Greg, they've thought through everything, every application. Um, and, and for me, like I want to spend money on a product like that because they've thought through everything and everything it does and it doesn't do. And they tell me what that is. And so I'm willing to pay more for that because it's a premium product and I do it what, and, and I can do it with what I do and I feel good about it. So there's two things that I look for. One is the functionality, the form, the fit, and does it look good? It's really, really hard to achieve. Mm-hmm. These guys nail it. In fact, I'm wearing this Roan jacket right now and the Roan Spar joggers, they're incredible. They breathe great. They're form fitting. They're tailored. They were built for exactly what we do. So I have this theory also, okay, for guys out there, if yes. you're thinking about again, yes. getting getting yourself back into shape a little bit or you're mm-hmm. there, 
Awesome. First, take a look. First of all, take a look at the cover of any men's magazine, whether it's Men's Journal, Men's Health, Men's Anything. And what are guys wearing? For the most part, they're wearing jeans and a t-shirt on there. Okay? <laughs> totally. Nothing, okay. There's no fashion in the Classic. world that can trump being in shape. If you're in shape, every single thing is going to look a little bit better on you. But if you're looking <laughs> to get in shape too, guys, I have this theory. Go out and get yourself something that makes you feel confident confident yes. and fit and, when, and mo so when you put it on you're like okay if i'm walking around in this i am probably not ordering a cheeseburger you know like, also, <laughs> you know what I mean? like yeah it affects yeah, your it decision like, making right, throughout it would the be like totally if i'm wearing high-end great fitting workout clothes i'm probably not lighting up a cigarette and grab it you know and no at the same yeah so kind you're spot of on how you look love that impacts some of how you how you, you, you feel so if you want to be motivated inspired to get into gym, get into a class go get yourself some really good shit yes okay? invest then, in it and then go you feel good your, about yeah, yourself work your way kind of into it and take that pride of kind of wearing it whether it's the awesome stuff from roan or wherever totally. you do your homework and do it but that's kind of been my theory like if i get up and i put on workout gear yes like i fe naturally feel a little bit fitter and i don't want to do things right? to take away from that kind of you know, they contradict that kind of yeah it's kinda the psychology behind it right yeah just makes you feel good I, do so, what makes you feel good to totally think so. So family, okay? We touched a little yes. bit. Yes. Can you bring it's as you it's hard now. How are you with the kids and the wife on technology again on your lifestyle yes. and kind of bringing that to the whole family? I have two boys, 16 and 13. Love it. I will tell you <laughs> yes. it's really hard not to clean like oh. on the nutrition side and the technology side totally. to, in a way lead by example and a lot of peer pressure and you can't control other families what's your take on that that's a great question i'm i'm melanie and i are very like old school as it relates to how we parent um and i guess what i mean by that is is my parents were very very involved like every minute of every day and very strict on the things that we couldn't couldn't do yep. um and melanie's parents were the exact same way so we've applied those principles to our own children and we have very, very strict rules and guidelines as it relates to any usage on like an iPad or a, they don't have phones. They're 11 and seven. They're not going to be given a phone, by the way. They don't need it. Um, and, you know, it's a battle because you have to try and educate them on why they don't need that. And most of their friends do have that. And so there's less parenting that you see out there. And um, we just draw the line in the sand, man. We're like, listen, I don't care if the rest of your friends have an iPad, an iPhone. They can do whatever they want to do. Uh, but that doesn't matter to your mom and I. Okay, what matters is that you understand how to communicate with another human being. You look at them in the eye. You treat them with respect. You're not looking at a device when you're out at eating a meal. You don't bring them to the dinner table. So we control it. We have 30 minutes given to them a day. Okay, and an hour on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I feel like that's you know sufficient. People might think we're a little too strict, or maybe not enough. Uh, but it seemed to work well so far, and we're going to keep riding that wave. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, at the very minimum, you need to pay attention to your children, and you need to be involved. And it's been really hard for me to balance my load that I've had with Health House, but I'm still able to do it. You know, and if that means me not sleeping as much, fine then it's worth the sacrifice because my kid will benefit from that. Yep. Where are you on that? Uh, obviously, the life yes. of an entrepreneur in the industry. I mean, to a certain mm -hmm. extent, I can I can also tell you, I was probably like, the least healthy by way of rest and stress and everything else when I owned and operated a gym yes. as well as doing 
other things, you know, between parenting, between running two jobs and doing yeah. that it's hard mm-hmm. in there. Where do you fall on again, self-care, recovery, yes. mi- mindset, like kind of your decompression so that you can still function at a high level? Um, it's an awesome question. You got to carve out time and you've got to build that time into a schedule that you know is super packed, super busy. But again, I think, I think you write everything down and you follow that every single day. When you write it, you put pen to paper, at least I do, you tend to follow that um, and you get to check those goals every single day off your list. So for me, I like spending some quality time with my dogs. I have two French bulldogs and I walk and I walk um, and I enjoy mother nature and I get to take care of my dogs and I connect and I unwind. No one else is around me and it's my time. It's my time to unwind and reflect. Are you like a voice notes guy, like a physical journal type guy? Like I always wonder like what people's tricks are, like what they do. I always say, well, for me, it's been, always been a pen and a paper, you know. Um, so I physically write it down. I, you know, I'm not as good on, on, like, say, the iPhone and the technology that's readily available to me. I'm a little old school, old fashioned. Um, but I like to conceptualize something when I write it down. Like, oh my god, did I miss that today? Did I not go for my walk? Did I not work out? Like any of those things. Like then I realize. I haven't done that today. And it's something for me to reflect on like, well, that's not going to happen tomorrow Mm -hmm. because I'm looking down a piece of paper and I noticed that goal three of my day. I don't know why, but I didn't hit it, you know? So tomorrow's a better day. So you mentioned conceptualization. I love, I love that term. And I think, you know, big, Mm -hmm. big thing is, is idea to execution. You know what? Yes. Idea to execution. And you've got proven track record of success with, from idea to, to, (laughs) to, to execution. So, Tell me a little bit about where we are right now with Health House and then also where where we're going with it. Awesome question. Uh, where we currently are, which is which is really exciting, is in a place where we're able to expand and evolve our experience uh, and bring it to the world, uh, both nationally and internationally. Um, our third studio that we just opened four months ago in West Hollywood is really serving as more of our flagship, our headquarters. Uh, it's 9,000 square feet. It's our largest studio. Um, all of our subsequent studios after this one, which there's going to be quite a handful of them. Our next one's in Miami, which I'll be going in a couple weeks to that space. That's a smaller footprint. Um, but really, we're excited about bringing that experience and building a better body backed by science um, and understanding how to treat another human. And so we're beyond pumped up for people to experience that um so really exciting stuff um i would tell you at a high level we're, we're expanding to a lot of locations throughout the u.s and also internationally so within 18 to 24 months you'll be seeing a lot of health house locations popping up which is super exciting so we want everybody to have this experience uh, and feel like they deserve that and we're also working on some exciting things for end home as well very very cool okay so <laughs> Where do we find where, where do we find you? Okay. Yep. People gonna listen there. Where do we find you personally? Where do we find Health House? Okay. So that people yeah. uh, people can reach you. Uh, great question on Insta. My handle is, you know, Health House John. I'm not very popular on, on Instagram. Again, I'm a little old school, old fashioned. Uh, website is health 
Hollywood-house.com. Um, our location in West Hollywood is, is 605, you know, North Knoll. Um, it's right on the corner of La Cienega and Melrose. So uh, it's fantastic. We're right in the heart of everything in, in West Hollywood. Come see us if you live locally. We're going to be in Miami next, New York, Boston coming soon. Um, yeah, that's it. It's awesome. John, thank you so much for your time this morning. John Nopke, Health House, amazing class. If you're out here, take it. I am still recovering. I got to go eat right now. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> I'm there, burnt a lot off, but really, really enjoyed not only the class, the whole environment, the conversation. So super cool stuff. All my best. Awesome. Thanks for having me again, Greg. Let's go crush the day, brother. You've been listening to the Midlife Mail Podcast with Greg Scheinman, presented by Ends Group. Ends Group is ensuring success. For more information, visit endsgroup.net. Hey, I am a big believer that everybody has a story. You just need somebody to help you tell it. You know you have a book in you. You know you have that idea for a book that you have wanted to write. You just don't know how. Mascot Books is going to help you do that. Naren Ariel and his team at Mascot Books and Amplify Publishing are going to help you make your dream of becoming an author a reality. Check them out, look them up, go see them, tell them I sent you, and become the author that you've always wanted to be. Mascotbooks.com.